Welcome to LinkedIn Smart, a podcast revealing secrets to success on LinkedIn. Each week, we interview one remarkable person willing to share their best strategies. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the interview. Here is our host, Vitek Ladislav. Our today guest is a LinkedIn business strategist, mindset mentor, and sales yogi. She helps you to get clients, get praised, and get paid. She has over 30,000 followers on LinkedIn and her daily videos have raving reviews. She has recently been named a LinkedIn sales star. All the way from Australia, Kate Horlacey. Kate, uh, thank you very much for um, uh, joining us here on um, a LinkedIn Smart Podcast. It's absolutely awesome to have you here all the way from Australia. Yeah, whoop, whoop, whoop. Hi, Vitek. <laughs> Great to see you. And hello to everybody around the world, wherever you are. I love the fact that we're so international now. I just picked up my first client from Oman in the Middle East. Uh, yeah, so we truly are a completely global, a global. Um, well, we've always been a global planet, but we, I, I don't know about you, but I certainly feel a lot more global mm. in all my interactions now. So uh, wonderful to talk to you in Dubai. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before we start about nitty-gritty stuff on LinkedIn, uh, let's just chat about your beginnings on LinkedIn. Um, is there any story? Oh. Um, not really. I, I jumped on LinkedIn pretty early on. I, I just got one of those, those requests to join from a friend and I didn't know really what it was, but I thought, oh, yeah, why not? I'll jump on it. And then like many people, I didn't do much with it for quite a few years, really. Um, and uh, then years down the track, um, I kind of noticed that I, I I had picked up quite a few followers and I don't know, there was just more stuff going on on LinkedIn. And I think I met a coach who was posting videos on LinkedIn and was doing well. And I wanted to find a new platform rather than Facebook because Facebook was incredibly tapped out. And as you probably know, it still is. It's it's fantastic in some areas. Like if you've got a group, um, that's a really good place to get some business traction. But, um, I mean, I had a 1,000 likes on my business page, which isn't a huge amount, but um, the traction, what you, the amount of people that see your posts on Facebook was really quite low. Uh and uh, so I thought, oh, yeah, I might as well post some videos on LinkedIn, which I must say I did find terrifying. I, um, you know, a lot of people think I'm a natural when it comes to video, but it certainly wasn't always the case. Uh, you know, I did really struggle when I first started. And I remember I was really literally kind of shaking the first time I pressed uh, post on my first video. Uh, and I think a lot of us have that, you know, that fear of being judged and, you know, what if they don't like me? What if they troll me? What if, uh, you know, what if I don't have anything interesting to say, etc. But uh, interestingly enough, my first video, I got well over a thousand views. Mm. I was like, what? Oh my goodness, that is amazing. I couldn't believe it. So for me with LinkedIn, it's been a little bit of a love affair because, you know, when things just work, mm -hmm. it's like when you're dating someone and everything is just pushing shit uphill and, you know, nothing's working and it just is such a struggle. And then when you meet the right person, 
it just kind of clicks and all falls into place. And that was a little bit what LinkedIn was like for me. Um, it it kind of started working from quite early on. I also, because I've had quite a big background in sales, uh, not my whole background, but, you know, I've, I've spent quite a long lot of years in sales, I knew what to write on my profile so that it started getting you know, hits quite early on too. And and even that, I, I got really quite good engagement. I think around 2,300 people would look at my profile per month, mm-hmm. which uh, again is quite good. Um, and, and then, and now I kind of seem to have, looking at things from a sales perspective, I guess that's what my kind of superpower is. I can always see things from the customer's perspective. Mm-hmm. So when I have clients or anyone that needs help and I look at their profile, I can really quickly pick out what is not working on their profile and what's not making sense to their ideal client. And it's quite easy for me to fix up Mm. um, because to me, LinkedIn just makes sense. Mm. Everything, pretty much everything about it makes sense. I do love LinkedIn. And, and let, but let me say this too. I certainly don't know everything there is to know about LinkedIn and I'm probably still only scratching the surface Mm -hmm. as well. So I think uh, someone like yourself who's putting on, a podcast all about how to use LinkedIn better is such an amazing idea because it's such a powerful platform for business. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And uh, what I hear you saying, it's it was actually life at first sight. Um, uh, at least it seems like that, and it's it's fine. And I'm, I, I love this as well because you made use of the platform which you love, um, which um, actually help you to to develop your own business, and now you're helping others to figure out what to do and how on uh, on LinkedIn, right? How that came about? I mean, was it was it some like a conscious decision or or did you just um, it was just evolving um, throughout throughout the years? Yeah, great question. So because it's my favorite platform, I always encourage people to get on LinkedIn. Now, if someone wants to work predominantly on uh, Facebook or Instagram, I'm probably not your coach. Oh, unless, of course, you just need, you know, just say it. Actually, I'm really good with sales and messaging. Actually, I can still help people on those platforms. But uh, but really to get a 360 view of something that works really well and really holistically, I'm always going to be helping my clients get on LinkedIn and use it smarter. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of my, my clients come from LinkedIn anyway because they've been watching my videos for quite some time. I think most smart business owners are on LinkedIn right now. And let me just say too, if you're new to LinkedIn, don't worry about that either. We all jump on at different times and you can get your LinkedIn profile happening really quickly and you can make the most out of this uh, wonderful platform. Uh, Yeah, so how did it happen? I guess um, that's one of the things that I just naturally do. I I think it is such a great platform for lead generation, which if you're in business, you need to be making, getting leads in and you need to be closing sales. You know, if you're in business, you're in the sales business. Yep. It's as simple as that. If you have $100,000 or more, you can hire a salesperson and you can uh, train them up and, and get them to work for you. But even then, I've had quite a few clients who have spent a ton of money on salespeople. What I always suggest is you need to learn how to do sales yourself and then train someone because then you know if they're doing it right or if they're taking the piss and they're not doing much. 
Uh, in fact, one of my one of my best friends is like a twenty. He's twenty six now, but when he was like twenty two, he owned a company that was worth almost a billion dollars. And one of the things he did really well was he worked in every single area of his business. Mm-hmm. He had the money and everything to outsource everything, but he wouldn't do it. He just lent into those areas until he learned them. And of course, that makes people a powerful business owner. And that's what I try and do too myself. Like with technology, I used to not love it and I've lent into that. It's taken me some time, I might add, to, to do that. But, um, but yeah, I think especially with sales and lead generation, everyone needs to apply themselves. Uh, that's just the way it is. And that is why I love LinkedIn because business owners are on there. Everyone's on there. I mean, Richard Branson's on there. Um, you know, uh, pretty much any business top business owner of any company is on there. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just so wonderful that you could be one message away from meeting and actually having a real conversation with any of these amazing business owners. And, in fact, I actually got my first billionaire client from LinkedIn who just saw my videos and said, oh, by the way, I'm this person. Have you heard of heard of me? I'm like, no. And he's like, well, you know, you can go and check out on here. And, and I'm like looking at all of these, you know, massive television interviews and this, that and the other. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, okay, great. How on earth are you going to need my help? Uh, but... I guess with all business owners, me included, you don't know what you don't know. Mm. And sometimes if you just get someone from the outside looking in to come in, look at your business and just look at everything you're doing and say, hey, let's change this. Mm. This needs tweaking. This is brilliant. You need to capitalise on that. How much is that bringing in, you know, and and, and then you can kind of zhuzh it all and, and, uh, and make it work better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of how I, <clears throat> I, I think it was just an organic thing. Um, yeah, as soon as LinkedIn was working for me, I wanted to make LinkedIn work for everybody else. So I naturally was to my clients, hey, you on LinkedIn yet? Let's let's get your profile done. Let's get all the sections done. Let's start doing content. Yeah, so that's a long-winded answer, but yeah, there it is. Yeah, uh, excellent and very, very exciting, exciting journey. Um, what I liked about what you just mentioned is uh, that LinkedIn gives you a lot of opportunities and the more opportunities you have, the more in control you are of your life, of your business. And I think that's really very, very important to keep opening these little doors. We don't know that the, what, what, what's behind them, right? And it's really important for us um, to, to keep, you know, finding these doors. And, um, and I really love LinkedIn as well because there are a lot of doors and still uh, LinkedIn, as you mentioned, we are scratching the surface, actually, um, pretty much all of us. Um, how do you actually, Kate, how do you actually help um, to your clients? So so tell us, uh, uh, get us through your, you know, your, 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 your proper work with, with your clients. Sure. So um, I'll keep this just for LinkedIn because, of course, I have a lot of different processes I help them with from, um, you know, from marketing to, um, of course, handling objections and sales closing and um, knowing their ideal numbers, all that kind of stuff. But let's keep it to LinkedIn. Now, um, when it comes to LinkedIn, I usually find people are in making kind of slightly different mistakes depending on whether they are beginner users or more intermediate users. So when they're beginners, 
some of the mistakes I see people make are they are using it like a CV and I'm sure you're going to hear a lot of the same stuff over again so I hope I'm not being redundant to your viewers but you really need to not look at it like a CV. Anything that is not pertinent to your ideal client, you need to say goodbye to that. Uh, you need to kind of not even, it, it's not even really relevant to have it in your whole work history unless it's relevant to the person you are trying to reach as a client. Hmm. So that's, it's really important to get, um, you know, some people will have like, you know, all the way back to worked in backers, you know, in 1990, you know, and, and that's not helpful. So just have the work experience that's pertinent in your history and um, making sure another mistake that, you know, it's important to fill out all the, the parts, everything that you possibly can on your LinkedIn profile, because that will help you to get more reach. LinkedIn loves people that use the platform as, you know, how they want to, you to use it and they want you to fill in all of those, those different sections. The, the thing that I guess I help people with the most, like I, this, the place I absolutely love is messaging because, again, I can always see stuff from people's perspective, other people's perspectives, their clients' perspectives. So what you want to do is you want to have a fantastic title line, and this is what I help people to come up with. You need to grab their attention straight away. Who do you help? What do they struggle with? How do you help them? What do they urgently want? You know, and I'm not talking about, like, things like, you know, peace and stuff like this. We're talking about urgent wants, things that people would drop $1,000 on today if you could help them get. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that you need to lead with on your profile because what you're looking for is someone to be struggling in that particular area to read your profile and go, oh, my gosh, okay, that's what I need. Let me just look a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then they've, they've read your headline. They also see a nice photo with a nice smile, by the way, everyone. Um, try not to look like a serial killer. <laughs> Uh, I've got this, I've got someone at the moment um, who's apparently got an amazing invention, but I've got to tell him to change his profile pic. And I told this lady not long ago, I said, change your profile pic, you know, whatever. I can't, and she just cracked up. She was, she thought it was so funny. Um, but it's true. You need to make sure you look, a smile is just great from a neuroscience perspective. People like people who smile look approachable. Um, if you can stand out, I've helped clients to stand out doing something really, really different, uh, which can really work as well. But your profile picture is really important. You want them to get hooked with that first line and then go, let me have a look and read a little bit more. And then, of course, that little section above the fold, which is before you click learn more or read more, mm -hmm. that's super important. So, again, there you need to have something that is really going to grab people hmm. you know and again it's about what what they're struggling with those things you can really help people with and hopefully getting into the real minds and hearts of your ideal clients talking about the things that they struggle with when they can't sleep at night mm -hmm. in the words that they would use themselves so that you're not just speaking to their minds you're speaking to their hearts yeah. And, and that's one of the mistakes I see a lot of intermediate users, kind of a, a mistake I see some people make, is they'll make it too cerebral. They make it too, I mean, I love words. I love, I love words. I love um, 
the English language. Um, but some people, like when it comes to sales, you clear beats clever every time. So you want to use words that are going to reach their hearts, not their heads. Mm-hmm. If they have to think about it too much, it might be really clever and philosophical what you've said, but if they have to think about it too much, it's like, what does this really actually mean? Where do I fit in into this picture? Then you've lost that client. They, they will have bounced off and that they'll be going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so they're the main areas that I help people with. I get them a great background picture, mm-hmm. um, great profile picture, uh, a really good tagline help them to fill out their profile so it really just resonates with their ideal client. And then, of course, what you need is a really nice, clear CTA or call to action, which is these are your next steps or would you like to you know, jump on and have a chat about this and making it really easy for people to be able to reach out and take that next step with you should they want to. Are you enjoying listening to this podcast? Awesome. So please consider subscribing to the podcast and leave an honest review on Apple Podcast. We will really appreciate it. Thank you. So many questions popping up in my head right now because uh, the, you know you covered a um, large area um, and uh, and I love I love what you said because uh, I think yeah it's very important to have the first impression um, which we which we have uh, with uh, on the LinkedIn means our LinkedIn profile done properly and that really needs to needs to be looked at and I really love when you said and when you're talking about relevancy and target audience many times we speak to uh, business owners and they are very unclear they don't really know you know like who is your target audience or 16 to 60 male female and you know and kind of like that's not target audience I mean that's pretty much everybody on this earth and so that's not really very focused um, but actually, I want to pick on one thing because you mentioned that there is a very important part on your profile. Obviously, that's photo and the, the LinkedIn banner. Or the, um, but there is this headline. We I, I call it headline, um, which is this you know few lines below your name, which actually travels with you all the way through wherever you are on LinkedIn. And I uh, I've I've heard you saying that this is very very important. Is there anything any kind of tips you know how to write a really engaging headline? And is there anything how to write it for business owners, but also? For the professionals, means like for example, for the C level managers or for the for the mid level managers, because perhaps there might be some differences. Uh, would you agree? Yes, I would agree. And so let me just say too, um, I work with business owners mainly. Actually, I do work with C level people as well. Um, yeah, so it depends on what you want to do with your profile. I mean, if let me say, you know, a caveat here, if you are trying to get a job or if you want to get a promotion or something, then yes, put in, you know, you can use LinkedIn a little bit more like a CV, but always again, thinking about from the uh, pr- the person who wants to hire you's point of view, mm-hmm. that's, that's who you're going to be writing it for. So if you can initially just think, who am I trying to reach and what action would I like them to take? That's going to really inform how you write your profile. Mm-hmm. Um, so if for a business owner, I like to put in the words hire me, um, you know, so what kind of people hire you? Uh, for me, you know, I usually work with values-driven entrepreneurs, people who are great at what they do. Um, you know, you might work with female um, business owners or whatever it is, you know, but say um, 
you'll say who you work with, and then they hire me to create more of an impact, to make more money, to create more leads so that they can do more of what they came here to do in the world. Or So what you're thinking about, it's almost a little bit like a basic pitch. So if you want to think about it if from a business owner, if you're a business owner, try and put in the words hire me if you can because it lets people, it's very direct, it lets people know, hey, this isn't just you know, a superstar person that I follow, um, you know, like VTech who's got this wonderful podcast and he's a bit untouchable and I watch all of his podcasts and I'd love to work with him but, you know, I'm not sure if that's on the table. Uh, but if you put, you know, VTech says, you know, um, entrepreneurs hire me to, you know, whatever you do, mm-hmm. you're letting people know that, hey, yep, I'm I'm open to working with you. Um now, a good, uh, a really great pitch kind of uh, format I help my clients with, and this works really well. If you can learn this now in this podcast, this will serve you really well for your um, for you, for that really important message, and also when you go to networking meetings and and all the rest of it, this works really well. So it's just simply, um, you know, say your you know your name, which is what's going to be on there, and um, I work with you and you talk about your ideal client who really want and you talk about their urgent wants but who struggle with you talk about their pain points and I help them with however you help them whatever your modality is or your you know how you help them with your software program or your coaching uh, so that they can and then transformation. Mm-hmm. So in that last pit, you're putting in the transformation. What do your ideal clients really want to do? They Do they want to change the world? Do they want to um, get their first book published? Mm-hmm. Do they want to um, get their message out? Do they want to get more clients and make more money? You know, what is that overall transformation that they want? So if you can follow that as a basic format, that's really going to help you. It's also good to know that um, that LinkedIn has SEO going on. So you want to use those keywords uh, so that if people are looking for, you know, someone, a podcaster, you have podcasting, you know, in multiple places on your, on your uh, profile. Uh, that's important. And also interestingly, and I learned this in the LinkedIn Lead Generation Summit, uh, which I'll probably put on again this year, don't hold me to it, but so many people have asked me, I think I probably will. Uh, But I learned that, interestingly, that banner behind your photo, if you put words on there, um, that also somehow LinkedIn's SEO also picks that section up Mm -hmm. as well. So if you help people uh, with, you know, for me, it's like kind of lead generation, sales, closing, handling objections, et cetera. If I want to list a whole lot of those on that profile, and I have got quite a few um, keywords on there, that is better as well because LinkedIn will show your profile to more people. Interesting. So be aware of those keywords. Um, Yeah, so with C-suite people, Again, it depends on what they want to do. Do they want to keep their board members happy? Are they trying to increase the bottom line? Who who do they want to look good in front of? Or are they trying to get more business in themselves? In which case they need to be speaking to, again, those ideal clients, those people that they want to attract to start having a conversation about 
who they are, what their company does, and um, start channeling some some leads and sales. Yeah, I think what you mentioned again is very very important, and I love it. Um, just put always yourself into the shoes of the viewers or your your clients or, or you know the audience and see who you want to attract, what they will want, what are their needs, um, what is what is moving their needle, um, and figure out. And that is uh, that is you know how you should come across, and that's that will that will define uh, that space. And actually, I have one example of really good, and I really love that that example of of a headline. Uh, there was one uh, one gentleman. He said, "I I helped seven SAS uh, SaaS businesses to reach ten million dollar revenue. Who wants to be number eight? Oh, fantastic, lovely, fantastic, love interesting, it. Interesting headline, which which will really drive a lot of lot of traffic, probably to um to his profile, right? It's so clear, right? It's so clear. That's such a great example, VTech. And this is what we need to think about. The clearer you can be, the better. You mm. want to grab people in what needs to be short, super clear, and he's actually getting people to picture in their minds, um, you know, like making all of that money. And if that's mm. what his clients mo- mostly want, they're going to lap it up. Yeah, great absolutely. Um, Kate, I know that you are helping a lot of business owners um, with the with the sales strategies, and uh, and you know part of the sales strategy, of course, is is being on LinkedIn and and you know having all the all the stuff done on LinkedIn. What is um, you know how to become how to sell on LinkedIn and not be salesy? Because I think this is very, very important. Um, we see all those messages and all those people running on a LinkedIn and, you know, pushing their products and services, you know, and we, we, we've all been there and we are all frustrated uh, and irritated by those. But still, I think LinkedIn is a great platform to build really good relationships and actually get some business. So what's your take on this? Yep. Great question, BTAC. Great question. So, yes, we all want more business, right? And we all know LinkedIn is a fantastic place to get it. But we want to do it in the right way. Who wants to be the richest person in the world if you've completely flushed all of your values down the toilet? Um, I only sell one way, and that is, um, and teach my people to sell one way, which is everything has to be win-win, and it's all values-based, integrity-based selling. So I guess at the core of great sales is, again, it's just doing things with your ideal client in mind. And I loved it when you said, VTech, about moving the needle. Because here's the thing, people will love you if you can help them to get more of what they want. If you can add value at every interaction, people won't mind you following up, for instance. So that is what I am always trying to do myself and always teaching my perspective, my um, my clients to do. So a few key points are, and I'm sure everyone will know this, but you don't want to send this massive long ask and sending this, you know, uh, like kind of a spammy message to start with. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I put on the put on the LinkedIn Lead Generation Summit because that was happening a hell of a lot, mm. and I wanted to discourage people from that because let's face it, that's also killing their businesses. Like, no, who's responding to that stuff? Like, I don't know, 0.1%, you know, it's just 
a crazy waste of time and you're absolutely right it annoys people so you don't want to do that um so what you want to do is you, it, it is about relationships you need to really understand that these there might be billions of people on there or a billion people i don't actually, and don't actually know that number but however many people there are you've got to understand that the person on the end of that profile is a real person a real person so that's the first thing you want to speak to them like they are a real person um so uh what i generally do and what i try and to help people do is if you can help them in some area you can um you can then start getting a bit of a conversation going um like for instance i'll just give you a quick example because this happened in the last day or so so someone commented on my video about um, practicing a simple closing technique and then um friended her on linkedin and i said um she, i said so she promised to give it a go right so i said um so did you give it a go or what kind of thing you know short you want to keep the messages quite short just like you're talking to a mate and she said um i did actually and uh we're still waiting to to talk about it you know we're still i'm i'm waiting on him coming back to me and i said oh okay that's interesting and um, so how did it leave how did he leave it with you did he give you an objection or so i started talking about it from a sales perspective because i actually wanted to help her mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. and um and then at the end of a few messages i said look you know um now this is a really good thing to know too from a neuroscience perspective because i love teaching mindset and neuroscience but uh if you give people an out and you say you can do this but you don't have to or, um, you know, if you say something like that, that's actually, it, it just kind of helps your conversions go up quite a lot. I can't remember what the amount is, it's, but it's quite significant. Mm -hmm. So um, I said, you know, we can set up a call. Of course, you don't have to, but um, I'd love to just go through, make see if you've got a sales conversation process that you're going to be using, because I'd love to see if I can help you get this guy over the line. You know, and she's like, yeah, of course, love to, you know. So... It's kind of, it's about leaving, leading with giving and also being super organic. Now, if you are a business owner, for example, um, who has just helped a client like them to save a lot of money or to get more secure in, with their software or whatever else it is, after you've had a little bit of a chat, you can say, um, by the way, I helped this company that they know of or a company in your suburb, that's another good one, If you, or in your city, just help them. And they actually saved, um, you know, $287,000 on their so on and so forth. Um, don't know if you'd be interested in or not, but um, but that's kind of what we do. Uh, you know, would you be open to having a quick chat about it? Mm -hmm. So always making things personal to them, looking at what they urgently want, trying to give a pragmatic actual example of how you can add value because another mistake some people make is just well what i don't respond well to and i don't know maybe other people might um is just like let's get on a call and have a chat and see you know where we can maybe be of value to each other now unless unless this is richard branson you know i don't really have time for that not personally you know, I love meeting people and stuff, but I, I just don't have time mm. for that. So um, so what I would suggest instead is to understand them a little bit more 
understand what their company might need and 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 be very specific about why you would be chatting mm -hmm. yeah so so, so yeah. Kate, would you be would you be um would you be advising your clients to go to the profile of of that uh, that prospect looking through the profile seeing what and how i can help and then coming back to those uh, to, to this person and saying well i had a look at your profile you know being open about this um and saying well, I can see that these are the points which I think I can help you out with because, and then you give some social proof that, you know, because we help so-and-so company like yours um, saving this amount of money or, or growing or, or doing this. Is that, is that what, what you're saying? That, is that the message which you think would, would generate uh, more, more conversions? Uh, it's a great question. So, yes, definitely go and look at their profile. Um, you want to start mirroring their language, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, for me personally, I put a lot of exclamation marks and emojis and, you know, like that's kind of how I write. So if you wanted to hit me up as a, a prospective client, that's how you would write. Um, but, yeah, the thing is, though, you do want to keep it fairly short. Like if you're, you don't want to kind of say wondering if you're, you're, battling with this and then give them a whole lot of case studies and testimonials and stuff because you might end up with like a super long message. You want to keep it conversational like as short as possible. But, yeah, going to their profile and um, either if there's something about the profile that you can chat about ideally that's off, that's not about work, that might be a really great thing. Um, so you can say, like, you know, I love dogs as well. Like if someone's got a Samoyed or whatever, I'll say, you know, I saw the picture of your Samoyed, it was adorable. And they're like, ha, thanks. You know, and you just want to just create a little bit of rapport ideally. Another really good thing to do is if they are really kind of perfect ideal client is you go and have a look at their um, their content that they have put out. Now, I've always done this anyway, but, um, of course, now, from a sales perspective, of course, it makes sense that because uh, just to, um, in case people don't know about it, we all as human beings have uh, this thing that we have been built into us, which is called the law of reciprocity. Mm -hmm. So all that it means is that when someone gives you something like VTech, if you were say, to say, um, uh, Kate, you know, love your hair today, I go, thank you, VTech. Um, and, you know, that's a great black shirt or something, you know. It's I mean, Because you can't talk about my hair, that's for sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loving that buzz cut, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, so that's a, just a small example, but really it does happen. If you give someone, especially if it's incredibly valuable to them, they just naturally, people, human beings, we're good people, we're good creatures just naturally, and we won't just naturally feel like giving you something in return. Mm. So that is another good reason from a sales perspective why it w works to add to um, to be giving before you're asking. Sure. Okay. Um, so for that reason, it's a really great thing to go and check out their profile and, uh, and you'll probably do this naturally anyway, but just go and look at their posts and like them and comment on them. Mm. And it's great for a number of reasons. You get to meet more of the actual person instead of just becoming like a, a few words on a page, if, especially if they've done videos. You're like, oh, that's, you know, I feel like I know them a little bit more now and um, 
and that's good for you to break down your barriers of like can I approach this person you uh it's great if you can leave an intelligent comment Mm. because they'll really appreciate that and I know uh Dave Kirpin who has um about a million followers and he's got I think three best New York Times bestsellers books so he was on my summit and he personally I know for a fact answers all of the people that comment on his posts so I mean that's pretty cool like you know you can uh you know you can comment on anyone's post and probably know that you're going to actually speak to the real person which is amazing um so comment on their post uh, and and just look for a way that you can add value and for everyone that's going to be a little bit different but think about it like this if that person was your best friend and they needed help right now how could you help them with what you do mm-hmm. and i think that's a, that's another way yeah so interestingly one of the things i offered on linkedin I fell into that because I would just see people's profiles. I'd be like, oh, my God, it's horrible. No, 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 you can't be doing that. And so I just, I said, look, I'm just going to give you a free link. I call them um, a LinkedIn makeover, um, profile makeover. Mm-hmm. And I give 15 minutes. I'm really short and sweet. I'm like, da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, see ya, bye. And they're like, oh, that was amazing. How do we, how do we, oh, bye. <laughs> so that's actually how it first started like ages ago. Um, yeah, no selling, no call to action or anything. So not the best, but honestly, these people that I've helped, they have actually naturally organically because they're like, that was so amazing. How how do I, and they've researched me and gotten onto my email list and then worked out how to, to do more work with me. But I had to do that initially mm-hmm. because, I was seeing what people were doing and, and I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, you're brilliant. Yes, I love you and what you're doing, but no, this, no, 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 no. We need to just, we just need to tweak that a little bit or, or a lot. Yeah. Um, let's do that. Yeah. So yeah. lead with giving. Yes. As, um, there's that urge which you, which was probably within you when you when you saw that and you know that there is such a big window of opportunity for people to you know to to get some some uh, some business opportunities and all that uh, so you need to uh, kind of like a, you had the urge to to tell them what what they uh, should be doing uh, one thing which uh, which I wanted to ask you about and I'm always a bit struggling with myself is that you know you mentioned it uh, I'm busy. I don't have time for all that. On the other hand, LinkedIn is built for, or, or we we all think, or we all uh, talk about it, that LinkedIn is built for connections. And the connections, they need time. So how to measure, you know, how to balance this out? Because on the one hand, you know, we are all busy. We all have our businesses to take care of, you know, um, our families to take care of and all that, all that other stuff. On the other hand, we want to build some relationships, which takes, uh, which, and they take time. So how do you balance this out? Great question. And here's, here's the truth of it, VTech. For me personally, I think we've only got a certain amount of bandwidth to do stuff that can be challenging. So I think my best advice would be to to choose one thing that you want to do and go hard and do it really well. Mm -hmm. So you might want to get in deep with with LinkedIn messaging and then you set yourself that as a task that you're going to reach out to five amazing ideal clients per per day and then connect, reconnect with five that you haven't spoken to and start meaningful conversations. Then you're going to spend one hour between that time and that time every day, 
for five days a week or whatever it is that you set your, your mind to. But as business owners, we have to set our targets and hold ourselves accountable or get someone to hold us accountable so that we uh, follow through. Now, for personally for me, um, I focus on video. And uh, if you've got a podcast and you can make great um, little cuts of things that are really helpful and you're putting out continuous content and you are helping people, then it gives you the headspace to just wait for those opportunities to come to you. You know, and that's that's predominantly what I do myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I get my leads cost me no money, like not a single cent. Um, they are incredibly warm by the time they come to me, but they might have been watching my videos for the last, you know, even year. I think I've been doing them. I haven't been doing them that long. Maybe, um, uh, oh gosh, I don't know now. Um, I think I've got about. I think I've got about 180 videos now. So it's, but it's been about a year and a half or something, not a heap, of, a whole lot of time. But when I first started, it was scary for me to post, number one. Number two, I wanted them to be helpful to people, not just rabbiting on about stuff just to do it, but I wanted them to actually help. Um, so it took a lot of my bandwidth just to get that done and to, mm. to fulfill and at the time i wanted to do five videos a week that's what i set myself and most times i did i would occasionally not do a day but it was very maybe four days out of that time i now do three a week mondays wednesdays and fridays um but from doing that this is what they they said or i heard someone mention at some stage that over like you know three months you'll get a little trickle of leads come in and over seven months, you'll get more of a torrent. And that's pretty much what happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I spent my time doing videos, putting them out. And then if that's you, whoever's watching today and you, you two VTech, you know, putting out fantastic content or, you know, as good as you can make it and don't make it perfect to start with. If, you, if that's holding you up, just start. Uh, and trust me, mine were, you know, not brilliant to start with. And that is okay. Um, just start putting them out. And then what you want to do is put a really great call to action in the comments. Uh, make sure not to put it in the post because it will, LinkedIn will not, it won't give you the reach that you will normally have. So you want to make sure to have a great, helpful um, post about, you know, usually about things that will help people in their business life, things that they're struggling with and how to help them get what they urgently want. And then follow that up with, a really nice little call to action about how they can get in touch with you to work with you further, how, uh, you know, maybe a masterclass that you're putting on or a free webinar or um, potentially a free offer like a blueprint or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Or for you, VTech, it, VTech, it might be, you know, did you love this piece of a podcast? You know, uh, make sure to sign up here to, to find out all the latest, freshest tips on LinkedIn, you know, something like that. Short and sweet from the client's perspective with a link in that comment section. And then you're waiting for the little fish to swim to you. And then you're looking to add, connect with them, add value, start a real conversation, be unattached to the outcome, still intending that, you know, um, just to firstly intend to connect 
then intend to add value and then see where it goes. If you can really help them with what you offer, that will naturally come into it. But if you're desperately thinking, oh, I want to make this sale and get them on the phone as soon as possible, people, I think, feel that. Whereas if you can go in with that mindset and that intention to connect, you know, thanks for coming and dropping by my post, you know, um, great to connect or whatever, you know, um, and then, uh, you know, the second message uh, might be, you know, here you're in um, Colorado. I was there last year, um, you know, uh, like how's it been with lockdown or, you know, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. It depends on the person and you're looking for just a little something you have in common is a great mm-hmm. next question. Then you can go in and um, and like how I usually add value is I give them a tip around their profile or something, offer them a LinkedIn messaging makeover or potentially, as I did with this lady, um, want to talk about her sales conversation because I want to make sure she gets this guy, you know, um, over the line. Uh, So, yeah, they're the kind of things that you want to look for. But so just to reiterate, because I know that was quite long again, which is lucky we've got an hour today. Um, (laughs) But you want to focus on one thing and just do that well, go deep. And that's why I usually, what I usually think too, with different platforms, I like to focus on personally one at a time. When you get really big and you've got tons of VAs and you've got, um, you know, it's great to get on an extra platform and maybe then an extra one and you can do all of that once you've got a really good team, fantastic. If it's just you and you're a bit strapped for time, just focus on one thing make yourself accountable give yourself daily tasks that you make sure that you do as i said you're a business owner and you have to follow through otherwise you're just a hobbyist yeah um i know that you you're big on video and uh, and you love doing videos and uh, and i love that as well because um my my profession i'm, I'm a producer i'm a tv producer but my profession from from a long way back so um i love doing videos too um uh, so I wanted to ask you what what made you to start with videos and why you fell in love with videos. And if you can give us some tips, because sometimes people, they think that, you know, videos needs to be done on these big, huge cameras and, and all that. But actually, we need just our phone, right? Like, um, it's so easy to actually do them and it's very inexpensive. Uh, what is what is um, what are your best tips on creating videos for LinkedIn? Great question. Uh, yeah, so that is it. Use your phone. I wasted, I don't know, one to $2,000 on all this amazing equipment and backdrops and oh, all this stuff. And, oh, my gosh, what a waste of time. Do not do that. <laughs> um, so that's the first thing. Just get your phone and shoot somewhere. Now, it is great if you can choose a, a nice backdrop. I've got the beach close by. I love the beach. It's kind of part of my branding. Um, so that is fantastic if you've got the forest or a nice um, outdoor area. You can make that background a little bit more interesting than, say, a plain white wall. Then that is helpful because it's great to think of videos as a little bit entertainment and a little bit uh, educational. So just to think of it a little bit more like that rather than um, the worst way you can think about it is, you know, how do I sell? And that's when people just get on there and go, you know, this is what I do and, you know, this is why you need to buy and that's not what you want to do. 
You want to think about how can I entertain them and give them some great advice. Mm -hmm. That's how you want to come about, uh, come, come uh, at it from. So if you can, a nice background. If you can't and all you have is a white wall, use your white wall. That is absolutely fine. Your, what you say and how you say it is more important than how it looks. Mm-hmm. Okay? Very important. Don't get hung up on making it look perfect and don't get hung up on stumbling over words, oh, I've got to do it again or, you know, any of that. No. A lot of the time it's the energy we bring to, to our videos that is engaging people. So to bring some nice energy, I like to tell my people um, that are trained. So you want to, for instance, uh, we've only got nine minutes, but um, so I won't go too far into it, but a little bit of movement. You know, I use my hands all the time. I mean, I naturally do that, but it is actually good for video because if you're scrolling and you're seeing all of this, these images and videos, if someone's sitting there talking mm-hmm. like that and there's not much movement, it kind of, you're more likely to scroll through. But biologically as human beings, if we see movement, it's like someone's going, hey, you know, you kind of like, you're like, oh, what's that? You know, and you, it draws your attention. And that's probably, we probably have that in case there was a, I don't know, a pterodactyl was going to sweep down and and bite and, you know, kill us or something. We need to be aware of movement. So that can be a, a good tip. If you naturally move, try and naturally move. Also, try and give it more energy than you usually would. I went to the beach um, a couple of weeks ago, decided to shoot my videos at 6 a.m. in the morning because it's lovely and still, but I was pretty tired and I'm like, I don't feel like being really energetic and stuff, so I'm just going to do it authentically and see how that comes across. And I was like, so, hey, everyone. And I was really zen and chilled and and then I looked at those videos back and I'm like, Oh, hell no to the no. Uh, but it was interesting to see. And so what I did is I pumped up my volume, like as far as my energy, and I went, hey, you know, hi, I'm Kate Halisi here. So da-da-da, jumped into it and did it with my my same en- my, my higher energy because everyone's got low energy and high energy and I tapped into my higher energy. And not only were the videos so much more watchable, but um, I actually felt really energized afterwards. Mm. So please use more energy than you usually would. I like to think of it like if you're a producer, you might not have uh, heard this VTech, but you know how they say that cameras used to put on about two or three kilograms of fat, and that's why all those Hollywood stars back in the 40s and 50s had, you know, watch their weight and stuff. Uh, I like to think that cameras also kind of sap some of your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get my people to do really out there stupid amount of energy going really, really over the top and making it until they feel really strange and weird and terrible. Um, and then they watch it back and they go, oh, my gosh, I felt like I was at a 10 and this is showing me it's a 6. Mm-hmm. Now, I can go way over the top, for, but for a lot of people, their over the top might be just right. Uh, and actually River Phoenix used to do this with his scripts. He would do things all the way one way, like play a really villainous character and then he'd play a really kind of hidden villainous character mm. and somewhere in between was the perfect spot. But you'll know from watching that back. Uh, so I know we haven't got much time. So the last thing I'll say is once again, how you say 
and what you say is more important than how it looks. So um, make sure that you are just speaking to your ideal client and really helping them to overcome something, give them a really helpful little tip where they go, oh, okay, that was helpful. Mm. You know, thanks, VTech. That was that was actually helpful. And then they see you again. They're like, oh, oh, that's VTech again. I got a great tip from his podcast. I'm going to watch his thing. After a while, they start to build a relationship with you. And then when they finally reach out to work with you, they know you. You know, they're like, um, I, I already know that I want to. I had someone today said, um, you know, hi, Kate, I've been following your videos for some time yeah. and I need help and I, I want to work with you. Um, and we haven't had any sales conversation and but yeah that's uh it's one of the best things hmm. about video and about linkedin um so i really hope everyone gives it a go and if they need help you can come and you can contact me and i'll i'll get you through hire me hire me hi uh, me hi me everyone here for hire <laughs> um, yeah great tips there kate and um i really uh, I really found it very, very relevant. Um, just uh, I would I would add a couple of things to this. What you mentioned, you know, hire you know, kind of like a pumping up yourself with the energy. We normally before the uh, you know I did a lot of lot of anchor like I was a TV anchor as well. So what we did normally before before the um, uh, before the coverage, we for example we did just a, a simple um, you know push ups or, or or we did some some you know uh, squats. You know, just just 10, 15 of them. Yeah, I kind of like your, your energies, your your blood is is going. So kind of like a you pumped up as well. So that's that's one thing. And then for that, um, for um, you know, I was just actually giving giving yesterday. I was sharing a lesson on on a video and how to use video, um, which was very very interesting. And uh, I don't know, not many people know that we have on our phones. We have actually we can download the teleprompter. And while you actually, uh, you know, so you can create a script, you can put it on your phone, you can record yourself while reading the script of the phone. Um, so, so, so it's, it's absolutely, I mean, uh, my cost me like, I don't know, like a $2 or $3, something like this. So, so it's, extremely cheap and it's so helpful because you don't need to remember anything you need to you know my like English is not my first language as you can as you can imagine so for me you know sometimes to come across as a as a confident I need to read off the script so I will prepare the script make it it you know looks as I know or maybe make it it uh, you know work on it um, as I as I like to do that and then just you know record it record it off the screen so it's it's fantastic it's so easy you don't have to do you know 10 15 20 takes so it's really easy that is wonderful advice for tech I wonder if you could share what the program is because and um because for some of my clients you know they might like to have that as an option and I think our viewers would also find that incredibly helpful yeah Kate very very easy uh the, if, if they're Android user I, I'm using an app called Nano N-A-N-O Nano Teleprompter um, if, they are, if they are iPhone user, uh, there are some big view, which is which is which B I G V U big view or or Selvi S E L V I, uh, but the easiest oh. the Google is there, right? So you just like a uh, type, 
you know, teleprompter for uh, for my for my for phone or something like this. And there, there, are, there are hundreds of apps which can help you out. Some of them are even free. Some of them are, and then you can you can you know scroll. You know, you can control the speed scrolling. You know, um, the the letters are. You know, you can you can you know the, the resize the the letters and all that. It's really really fantastic fantastic app for anybody who is doing videos uh, for for LinkedIn or for, for not just for LinkedIn for social media and and uh, doing it on a phone. Brilliant, love it. Anyway, um, I, I wanted to still talk about many other things. We didn't get to to your um, LinkedIn Lead Generation Summit, which is a fantastic thing. And um, so I would need to invite you back again, Kate. So um, yeah, I'm, anyway. I'm happy to come anytime, VTech, and um, hopefully. I learned some new stuff so we can have another whole hour conversation. I thought, oh, my gosh, an hour. What are we going to talk about? But uh, that's, uh, yeah, it's gone so quickly. What a, a fantastic interview. So thank you so much for having me on. Thank you very much, Kate. Before we before you go, uh, please tell us where people can find a little bit more about you, where we want to send them. So your CTA. My CTA. So come to my website, katehorlacy.com. It's Kate, K-A-T-H-O-R-E-L-A-C-Y.com. I've got a really awesome little three-step closing, three kind of closing questions that'll help people close themselves. I always get great feedback on it. Super simple, very, very effective. Um, you can also hit me up on LinkedIn. Just send me a message or a friend request. Say, hey, I saw you on VTech show. Um, and yes, and I'm so happy to help. If your listeners need a LinkedIn makeover, I'm happy to give them a 15 minute LinkedIn makeover, um, which again, no selling, just looking at, at that, uh, at their profile to help their profile be more magnetic to their ideal clients. So if you want one of those, find me on LinkedIn and, um, and yeah, lots of love and great to meet everyone that's here. And thank you so much, VTech. Uh, it's been a really great great experience being on your awesome podcast thank you very much once again for your time it was absolutely awesome to have you here and i hope to see you very time soon yes yes indeed sounds good thank you very much for listening please make sure that you subscribe to our linkedin smart podcast and leave a review on apple podcast we would really appreciate it thank you and see you next time be linkedin smart LinkedIn Smart Podcast was brought to you by Square Motion, a video marketing agency in Dubai. Need an engaging LinkedIn video? Go to squaremotion.me.